listener production. You're listening to Footy Talk, your daily dose of AFL and AFLW. I'm here with Abby Holmes on this Thursday. Finals time in AFLW. I know we're in the heart of the Spring Carnival. There's plenty going on, but before we get into the footy, congratulations <laughs> to you on your wedding over the weekend. Some beautiful pictures Aww. in Uluru of all places. That must have been pretty magical. Thank you. Yes, it was the... I know that going into your wedding day, everybody says it's going to be one of the best days in, of your life, and absolutely it was. It just over-exceeded every single expectation that I even had, though. Just surrounded by so many friends and family in the heart of Australia and Uluru, which is a very special place to us, having been engaged there three years prior. Um, yeah, it was such a magical, magical day. Well, well done. Thank That's you. very special. Hey, and, then and, you, and quickly as yes. well, your 40th. Happy birthday. I cannot believe you allowed me to sit here last Thursday <laughs> and do footy talk without even telling me that it was your birthday. Yes, I did let it slip. I did. I kept it pretty I quiet. So I just didn't mention it, but I did have a party over the weekend, a bit of a birthday bash, which was great because as you get older, Abby, and you get young kids, it's hard to get everyone in the same room together, yes. especially with the partners. Like yep. you might, the boys might be able to catch up or the girls mm-hmm. go out for dinner, but to get everyone in the same room and have a night out was was a lot of fun. So I got a lot of schoolmates and and their partners and a lot of the footy boys as well. So Who was, was best on? on. Uh, Jimmy Gwilt, a bit yeah. of a quiet, silent <laughs> assassin, always loves having a good time and a couple of my schoolmates uh, certainly uh, had plenty to drink, but it was good fun. Love that. And uh, I'm now in the 40s, so thank you for making me feel old. Hey, big show today. We're going to have Bonnie, Bonnie Toogood. He's going to join us after the break. The Essendon superstar. What a year she has had. And we will chat about the big final between Essendon and Geelong. But before we preview the other games, I just want to get into some news because there's been plenty happening mm-hmm. post-season. And today was the Coaches Association got announced the award winner. No surprises. Have a guess who won it. For the third time, she's gone back-to-back. Yep. Jazzy Garner no again. No surprises there. Officially now the best player in the competition. Yeah, incredible, no incredible athlete, incredible footballer. Um, I love watching Jazzy Garner go about her business. She is a big accumulator of the footy in the midfield, but what I love about her game is her ability to sneak forward and yep. always hit the scoreboard. Um, she is just a, a vital member to that North Melbourne side, and congratulations to Jazzy for yet another sensational season. An impact player as well, and the only thing that's missing from her resume now is getting her team to a grand final. Yes. That is the one thing. Can she this year lift her side over a bit of a hoodoo, which we'll touch on, and get them to a grand final, potentially win a premiership? Hey, always post-season for clubs. There's always some change. The Collingwood Football Club have decided to part ways with Steve Simons after five seasons with Collingwood missing finals for the first time. So looking for a fresh change, a bit of a fresh start for the Collingwood team. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they look, where they go for their senior coach coming in next season. But Steve Simons... Five seasons at the club. This is the only one that they haven't made finals under his leadership. So, um, yeah, I'm sure everybody at the Collingwood Footy Club in that AFLW program will be pretty sad to see him go. He's quite a popular figure down there at the Pies. So we wish him all the very best and um, looking forward to seeing what's next for Steve. Yeah, he's pretty brutal, isn't he? I mean, no, they lose their probably their one of their best players, Chloe yeah. Malloy. Ruby Slicer hardly got on the park. I yeah. mean, it's hard if you're not going so to get very hard. best players playing well week in, week out, especially with the competition evening up. Hey, there's been a little bit of um, news with the suspension, some players getting off and some players getting banned. Dee Heslop has been given a three-match uh, ban, which is the equal longest in the AFLW for a dangerous tackle on Ree Watt in the game against Melbourne. So she's going to be missing the whole final series, which is a blow for her. But otherwise... There's one more thing. Yes. What else you got? Craig Starsevich. Oh, yes. Two being in Brisbane. year extension yes. again. What a, what a man. Mm. What a man. I absolutely love Stars and... 
it just blows my mind the way that Brisbane have been pillaged of all of their talent throughout the journey as well. You look, Taylor Harris was there, Sabrina Frederick was there. They've had so many amazing footballers that have left, but Brisbane have continued to be competitive each and every season. They're always up there as one of the best teams in the competition, and that has a lot to do with Craig Stasevich, of course, and um, and his team that work around him from coaches and recruitment and that kind of thing, yes. But another two years for Stas. You absolutely love to yeah, see that. good call. Spot on. So the question is, Abby, they lost some players. You mentioned some of the names, but then they go and lose Emily Bates. They yep. lose Greta Bo- Bodie. Mm-hmm. They lose some stars, and here they are again taking on Adelaide on Saturday in a uh, f- qualifying final, week one of the finals. Can they knock off the Adelaide Crows? This is a beauty. I mean, two teams we are very familiar with. Yep. It's amazing, the same four top teams, but Adelaide, Brisbane, they've had some Great clashes over the years. They have. But Brisbane going underdogs this time. They do. And it's at Norwood Oval um, over in South Australia. That is a very skinny venue. Very skinny venue. There's hardly any wings to speak of. So I have no doubt in my mind that Brisbane Lions up in, obviously, Brizzy this week will basically work to the same dimensions as Norwood because it is significantly different to most grounds across the country. Um, but the Crows are so good there as well. Yeah. They know how to run it. They, they take the game on through the centre of the ground and um, I cannot wait to see who's going to come out victorious between these two sides. I think it's going to be an absolute thriller. It will be. And then on Saturday night, we've got a couple of newbies. I know the Gold Coast <laughs> played in the finals sort of during that COVID yep, 2020. Uh, interrupted year, but really it's their first real crack at a finals campaign. And the Sydney Swans, what a story for them, going from winless to playing finals. It's a great effort under Craig oh. Gowans and, and led by Chloe Malloy. So a couple of newbies, a couple of the AFL would be happy with a couple of the Northern States. Yeah, I love this from the Sydney Swans. As you said, they did not win a game last season in their inaugural year in the AFLW competition. So now um, on to Gowans, of course, to be going out there, playing in their first ever final. It's a credit to them. Chloe Malloy, what a superstar she is. You can't you know, just say Chloe Malloy. No, I know. And it's hard to not do that to a degree because she has been a superstar and what she's produced in terms of her football and getting her body right and and just dominating week in, week out. But, yeah, I've just really been in awe of watching the Swans this year and I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do in a final. Shout out to to Laura Gardner, who came second in the Coach Association. The former cat had an unbelievable year for the Sydney Swans. So well done to her. She's also been an integral part. And then the game that you will be doing for Channel 7 Mm -hmm. on the Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock slot, Melbourne and North Melbourne. A couple of familiar foes again. But this issue for North Melbourne, can they find a way to beat Melbourne? Uh, I don't think so. I think Melbourne will be good enough to get it done on Sunday afternoon. I would like to be proven wrong, though. I really think that North Melbourne need to take that next step. They've featured in finals. We know how much of a quality side they are. But that hoodoo against top four sides is very real. It's very significant. Um, So I'm really hoping that they can come out with a four-point win and gain that level of confidence heading into the next week of finals because... They've been bridesmaids, yeah, haven't they? They, they have. have been bridesmaids. They need to take that next step. So, um, yeah, interested to see that one on Sunday afternoon. And then the fourth game of the final series is going to be Essendon v Geelong. We don't want to call it the Prosparkus Cup, but the two sisters <laughs> will go up against each other. There's more than a cup on the line here between those two because one of these teams will get through to the second week. But we won't talk about it. There's someone no. much more qualified to chat about that game. It is Essendon captain and superstar Bonnie Toogood. She's coming into the studio and she will be up next. The 
You're listening to Footy Talk. If you're listening on Spotify, please hit the bell. Of course, on Monday, Kate McCarthy will be in with Grace Egan, but I mentioned before the break, Abby, we have a very special guest joining us. The Bombers are in the finals. And, well, this young woman, what a star she Mm -hmm. has been. And what a year you've had, Bonnie Toogood, as we welcome you in. Coaches Association, top 10, you're a superstar. You should be in the All-Australian team. An (laughs) unbelievable year. You've led from the front. Congratulations on getting the Bombers in just their second season into the finals. How's it feel? Uh, It feels terrific. I actually um, had a bit of a tear on uh, Sunday afternoon watching Richmond play. I've never supported Richmond in my life, but for that game, I was like, gosh, I hope they win. Yeah. Um, and I was very proud in that in that moment. I was just sitting there on the couch by myself and I was like, we did it in our second year. We've mm. made it to finals and um, it's all well and good to make finals, but now it's like, let's Let's win them. And not only that, Bonnie, you have been a diehard Bombers supporter your entire life. So how much does it mean to you, having followed, you know, the black and red forever, to now have the opportunity to go and represent the Essendon Footy Club in an AFLW finals campaign? It's a pinch yourself moment. I had that when I put the jumper on for the first time. I was like, I actually, this is a dream come true. Like I imagined myself wearing these colours when I was older and then to actually do that. And now in a final series is, it's spectacular. Like we've made so much improvement over the past 12 months and to kind of get that reward um, to to make it this far is really exciting. And, And the job's not done yet. That's what's even better. We get to play four more quarters of footy this weekend. And in a bittersweet moment, co captain with Steph Kane, she's now done a hamstring during the week. So she's going to be out for, it looks like, the final series. So you've you've led magnificently, but now you've just got that little bit of extra responsibility going into the finals. Do you feel that? Do you embrace it? How have you handled that leadership responsibility? I definitely embrace it. Uh, I'd miss Steph out there. I definitely feel um, we bounce off each other really well in the game. We have great communication if we think we need to change something. And it's nice to have that security with her there. But um, she'll be on the bench for us this weekend anyway. So mm. I'll be able to do that when I when I get to have a little bit of a rest on the sideline. She's a fantastic leader and she's been doing fantastic this week in the sense of just getting, getting the energy, getting out of herself. Yeah. And obviously she's bitterly disappointed that she can't be out there with us. But she's been leading really well from the sidelines and um, getting around everyone and picking up the energy, which is super important. Speaking of this leadership piece, only the second year uh, that the Bombers have been represented in the AFLW competition. As we just said, you're a leader with Steph as well. What's your leadership style like and and where have you seen the growth within this group, particularly over the last 12 months, to be running out there in a finals campaign? I guess my leadership style is definitely an element of being a hype queen, um, particularly <laughs> on the that. particularly on the field. Like those one percenters, I'm really passionate about celebrating that. I think they um, set up a culture from its foundations is is making sure those one percenters, blocks, smothers, unrewarded running get yeah. celebrated. So that's definitely something, particularly on game day, that I like to focus on. And when I get hyped, that makes me hyped, and it's just like a, <laughs> a big hype fest. Yeah, some fantastic cycle. But it's also where I think we've grown as a group and particularly our leadership group is knowing game state. So knowing when we're losing momentum or when we need to change something up, we're able to have those on-field dialogue. And I think we're growing our footy IQ as a team as well. And that synergy, I think that's where we've seen all of our, not all of our group growth, but most of our growth is just that synergy, knowing, all right, particularly Mads and myself, like I know how she's going to come out of a stoppage so I can be there for her. Or, um, you know, defenders are going to come through with a huge spoil, hopefully ball falls to the front. So Mm. all those little intricacies of knowing how to play with um, each other is, I think, 
where we've seen our improvement. What about your improvement? Because you, you were netball, you had the netball background, like a lot of the, the girls when mm. first coming into the competition, you had the, the stint at the Western Bulldogs and you were a talented forward. But this year, your numbers have gone to a whole nother level, like getting high numbers, averaging almost 20 disposals a game, 15-odd goals. I think the game last week, first time you didn't kick a goal <laughs> for the year. But, where did, but it was a big spike in, in improvement. Where did that come from? Uh, I had a really consistent off-season, particularly with um, cutting lots of laps around ovals and making sure, uh, leaving no uh, no stone unturned during that time. So then when you hit pre-season, it's only a 13-week pre-season, so you've got to almost launch from that point, not play catch-up, which not that I think I've played catch-up in previous years, but I I came in stronger and fitter this year. And then the likes of, um, like, my head coach, Natalie Wood, Mm. I think she's one of the best coaches from a footy IQ perspective, like I, in off season would sit in her office and would talk for two hours about, you know, game plan and, and what we want to implement from a, from a game plan point of view this year. And uh, she's really challenged me in aspects of um, my game and, and particularly like the nitty gritty of like marking craft or working with Trav with my set shot craft as well. So I, I've been able to really get into the detail of football yep. uh, and be coached r- really hard, which I've really enjoyed. And um, it's, I think I've been able to reap the rewards also of that coaching with the improvement of mm. our, my teammates as well, because it's like Soph Alexander um, against Carlton had a terrific game. Um, and then you've got uh, our second year players that are just getting more experience yeah. under their belt. Like that's so crucial in, in where the game is at the moment. We're getting more players at 50 games, but then we're getting that that middle rung of like 30 to 40 games, which is so important. And that, that continual growth is just going to improve the game as a whole. But for us as such a young team, we'll, we'll just keep um, hopefully our trajectory going up. Yep. Oh, definitely. You can see it. You can see the growth each and every game mm. that, that, you know, some of these sides are playing with each other at the moment. But Press Parker's Cup yes. this weekend. We, we are delighted to be treated to another episode of this with, uh, of course, your Bombers taking on the Cats this weekend. God, they're good, aren't they? I watched Maddie Press Barkers play mm. just totally and utterly in awe of the way that she goes about it. What's she like as a teammate? Oh, I genuinely love playing with Mads. <laughs> uh, firstly, she's also another great hype queen. Yeah. And she just loves watching her teammates succeed. But watching how she does her business on the field is is genuinely impressive, mm. how she is able to wear a heavy tag, whether it, yep. like it's weekly really, and she's able to just go about her business, whether it is to be a selfless player, which we saw a lot in the Richmond game, even though she touched it heaps, but she would drag a two-on-one and then open up a teammate. And that's been real maturity for Mads. But then her ability to win the ball, drive her legs and get out of stoppage, mm. um, compose herself and hit a target is um, – She's first class in, in this competition and I love playing with her. And the more I get to understand how she moves and how she gets out of stoppage, it, it, it's increasing our connection on the field as well and it's fantastic. What about the sisters though? Obviously, Maddie, Georgie Pressbarkus, they're coming up, they're going to go head to head. Are they close? Are they super competitive? You said off off air that Maddie's not much of a chirper out there. She just likes to let her footy do the talking. But do you think that they're going to have a little bit of niggle between them? Oh, I think both of them go about their business in like they let their football yeah. football yeah. do the talking. And I, it's just going to be on show this weekend. Finals footy, everything steps up. The pressure's going to step up and they are very competitive. And I can, I, <laughs> I hope we're holding the Press Parkers Cup after this game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you played in round six. It was an arm wrestle, but you did beat Geelong. Just give us a quick little sort of synopsis of the game. You've done your, your opposition scouting. What, what's going to be the key to winning this battle against the Cats? 
Oh, I think the, the midfield contest is going to be very hot. It's finals footy. The pressure steps up again. And I think the game's going to be really an arm wrestle within there and the team that's able to explode out and get the composure moving forward, I, I think it's got to be the one that gets on top in the end. I'm going to ask you, have you had a little moment where you've thought about holding the Premiership Cup? Have you laid in bed and, and had that? I know <laughs> oh. people say, have you, have you had that little thought? One week at a time. No, no, don't give you, us that, that. Have you had that thought? One week at a time. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're no, allowed I, to say, you are yeah, allowed to say, yes, yeah. I have sat in the shower or laid in bed and just thought about what it would feel like to mm. hold the Premiership Cup. You know what it is? It's like I actually had a moment where I was like, we've gotten this far and you hear all the time, anything can happen in finals. Absolutely. And that's what's really exciting. Yep. And that's where we can see um, growth and, and improvement in our group and getting that experience. So I haven't necessarily, you know, thought about lifting that cup, but I've thought about like, where actually can we go? Yep. And yep. that's what's really exciting for me. It's like now we're, we've gotten to this point, what can we do to actually, you know, make us big mark in this competition. Like when we're not just a second year team. Yeah. We cannot wait for this one. The Cats and the Bombers, sixth V seventh down at GMHBA Stadium. 105 bounce on Sunday, Get Bonnie. There. But it out. can we ask you a fan mail question, which has been sent through on Instagram before we let you go? Yeah, absolutely. Love that. So Chelsea, thank you for the question. They ask, who in the women's league have you looked up to during your career and have you had any mentors? Not necessarily somebody that you might have played with or just anybody that you've yeah, been Ooh. a big part of your journey. A big part of my journey. That's really great. Great question. Great. Question, great. A player that I look up to, and I think she just got um, the coach's um, yeah. award, mm-hmm. uh, is Jazz Garner. Yeah. I think her how she's continued to evolve her game throughout this competition from the very start is impressive. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she's absolutely fantastic. From a mentoring point of view, I've got. Um, leadership mentors that I think have helped me a lot in growing my game and growing my personal um, belief and and my leadership style, which I've I've been really thankful for. And for me, Natalie Wood has been huge over this because she was the midfield coach at um, Western Bulldogs too. So I've been coached by her for a few years and um, her leadership is something that I admire as well. And she's been really big part in particularly over these past 12 months of my growth and Mm -hmm. growth and improvement. Well, Bonnie Toogood, thank you for coming in and joining us. You are unashamedly one of our favourites. So we've enjoyed appreciating watching you play. Good luck for the finals this weekend. Essen and Geelong. Get down to Geelong Sunday afternoon. It's a big weekend. Thank you to you, Abby. This no is worries. a better way to spend it than going on a honeymoon. Exactly Coming right. back in here <laughs> back into it. with us. If you do have a question for us like Chelsea did, make sure you get on Instagram, footytalk underscore pod or on TikTok at footytalkpod. Fire away. Kate McCarthy, Grace Egan, Monday. But until then, enjoy your weekend. Good luck to all the AFLW teams. We'll be back next week. Listener.